what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack for details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, welcome everybody to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I never know if Megan is actually going to say hello to the people at this point. Week after week, she just changes it up. So um, (laughs) welcome to everybody. I'm so excited. We're in a one-month series here of breathing new life into your body and biz. And um, and so this is, I think, the third week that we've been talking about this topic, and it is awesome. Last week, we um, introduced the idea of actually listening in um, for your body and your business. Like, um, can you actually tune into the consciousness that is your body and your business and see if you can get new information, new awareness, and new action. And for some of you, that is a really new concept. For some of you, it's not. Um, But we're excited to kind of continue the conversation, um, specifically for those people out there who are feeling a little frustrated or disappointed or that just things really aren't going well. And it's almost like it feels really heavy and stale, um, with your business or with your body or things aren't changing or results aren't happening. Um, and so it's about breathing new life into your body and biz. So welcome, everybody. Megan, um, darling, would you like to say hello to the people? Hello to the people. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. I feel yeah. very silly today. So this is a silly warning. Um I just woke up this way. What are uh-huh. you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You really did. Do you know why I, truthfully though, do you know why I think I'm so happy? Why? Because I've been so involved in talking with my body and business in my 21 Double Dog Dare Challenge. Really? And Yeah. Well, you've seen it. <laughs> yes, you, I have. This is true. You have, you there has been... Yeah, there's been so many shenanigans around this household, you wouldn't even believe it. Like, there is just <laughs> new stuff um, changing all the time. <laughs> so, Yes. And so, you know, part of my intent in the Double Dog Dare Challenge was, in fact, to get to lean into both my relationship with my body and my relationship with my business. And what I know from 21 years of coaching is that it, anything that we would like change in 
requires new action. Uh, if we mm-hmm. keep doing the same things, we get the same things, right? And so one of the ways, a new choice, every time you make a new choice, it creates awareness. So I've just been kind of like leaning in and go, well, what would happen if I do this? Well, what would happen if I do this? And creating these experiments to see what they bring, what energy they bring. And um, I have to say, you know, what that does for me. I mean, first of all, holy crap, we're in day like 18, I think, today or something like that. And it's like trying to think of new things <laughs> for 21 days. I didn't quite think this through, hon. Um, you know, and I know that's really strange that I wouldn't think something through. But, you know, <laughs> but it's been awesome because it's like I feel a kid again. I feel like I like, oh, what else can I do? I'm looking at classes like, oh, you know, uh, spinning with um, bow and arrows. You know, it's like, what's that? What? You know, <laughs> I don't know. You, you just I, made looking, that up. I'm, I, you I totally did. just made that up. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> you guys, I just can't get away with anything over here. <laughs> oh, I gotta stay. But you know what? What I'm learning is that um, that both of both my body and my business would like more play, would like more curiosity. And part of the problem is one of the reasons why we feel that we can't trust our body, that we feel that we can't trust our business, is because we engage with them through this judgmental, conclusionary reality. And if you think about it, if your friends all have predetermined conclusions about you, how much time would you want to spend with them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's Not like, too much. <laughs> so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on myself a little bit here, right? Because it's like, okay, like I go through my life and it's like I just expect my body to work for me. I just expect my body to show up on the tennis court and win. I expect my body to be, it, you know, in condition or whatever, you know, it's like, or I don't work out for three months and then I go out running and get mad at my body because it it's hurting, right? It's like, um, how often do we do one or two little things to bring our body or business back into alignment? And when it doesn't, we go, see, I can't trust, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. How much are we doing that with our partners? Oh, you didn't show up this way? See, you don't love me. How much do we do it with our parents? How much do we do it with everything? Right, and our bodies and businesses are no different. They're consciousness, and they would like to be part of the game. They would like to be included in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think that when we do that, um, that it really like when we have these unreasonable expectations with both our body and our business, we really create um, such a lack of kindness and a lack of trust um, with our body and with our business, right? So it's like, you know, with the example of not working out for three months and then going out and, like, killing it and, you know, and then waking up so sore or even worse, like, actually injuring yourself, right? And so then it creates this pattern where we're, where we actually, like, start to disconnect um, from our bodies and from our business because um, we ha- we're we like, well, see, I tried that and it didn't work or I tried that and I got hurt or, you know, whatever, right? So it, it really creates this um, massive lack of trust and disconnection that can really be problematic and be in the foundation 
of the disconnect. Does that make sense? It does to me, darling. (laughs) So, I mean, when we were talking earlier about what we wanted to talk about on the show today, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to talk and and teach about how to really connect in with your body and business, kind of what we started last week. But in addition to that, I really want to explore more about, you know, this question that we put in the copy. What if you absolutely knew that your body and business had your back? Like, what if you really deep down, solidly, like the foundation of you, the core of you, knew with every molecule in your body and your being that your body and business had your back? How would that, how would your life be different? How would you show up for your body or your business different? What would be, um, I, I mean, I'm imagining that that would radically change things, even for me. I mean, I have been working on my connection, especially with my body, for about 10 years now and with my business for a few years now. And I still feel like I am just in the beginning conversations of like, hey, um, can I, can I trust you? Um, is there, you know, are, will you show up for me? Um, you know, like I'm still in in those questions sometimes. Like it's still, I still have expectations around my body and business that are getting and conclusions that are getting in the way of of being in communion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know. The, the amount of conclusions that we put in those two areas is astronomical, right? Like how often, like I've done this where I've done a launch or I've done, um, you know, uh, a post that I think should get all this, you know, this action or like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best class I ever created and like eight people show up or something, you know, and it's like, um, and then I, I feel really betrayed by my business. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember back when I was very first starting uh, teaching my community class. This is 21 years ago. And I literally, l- luckily back then, like I never owned my own business. I've never done anything like this before. And the, I knew the sh- what I was doing was wacky. I mean, you, you guys think it's wacky doing this stuff now. You should have been doing it 21 years ago. It's like, hello. Anyway, and I'd have classes where just one person would show up or two people would show up. Right. And the, I think one of the things that really helped me be successful, I mean, this class ended up being a 50 to 70 person weekly class, okay? And, but I didn't conclude that that was wrong. I was just beginning. And I allowed myself to get curious. It's like, cool. Well, like, I want to get better at teaching, so I'm going to teach to this one person. And I have to tell you that there, almost every time that only one or two people showed up, they ended up being my clients. Because we got to have a personal conversation. So did my body, did my business not have my back or did it actually have my back when that one mm-hmm. person showed up? Like I was so new, I didn't have any conclusions about what, what that meant, right? And I'm I like, you know, I think part of what I was um, uh, trying to say earlier is that it's like this challenge is bringing me back to that place where I'm like, oh, what's this? What will happen if I do this? And I really believe that when I started um, creating my rapid eye therapy practice and, and my life skills classes, that I just was in curiosity. I had no idea. I had no preconceptions about what was going to work and what wasn't going to work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I remember 
when I got to be the most, I would say, fit that I've ever been, which is when I was doing competitive basketball. In in junior high, um, I had high schools scouting me. I even had a college scout me in junior high. And you know what? I just made it up. I just was like, I was like, okay, I want to... I want to dunk the ball, so what do I got to do? And I would do leapfrogs all over the house. My mom thought I was crazy. But I just was like, huh, I wanted, I want to create that. And I gave myself that permission to experiment, to choose and gain awareness, and to choose and gain awareness. And it's like that's what this 21-day challenge has done for me. It's like a reset back to beginner's mind. So what would be different if you had absolutely no conclusions about your body? What would be different if you had no conclusions about your business? And, hon, don't you have a clearing around conclusions that we created this morning? I don't have yeah. a note. Have a note. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what conclusions are you using to create the lack of trust with your body and business that you are choosing? And everything that that brings up and lets down for everybody, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. Uh, let's run it again. What conclusions are you using to create the lack of trust with your body and business you are choosing? Everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. I just, I mean, I think, I think we, this is huge. I think we should. Se- I think we should separate them. I think we should do body okay. and business separately. So, what conclusions are you using to create the lack of trust with your body that you are choosing? Everything that is. Can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what conclusions are you using to create the lack of trust with your business you are choosing? Everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I, I really do want to address this question in the chat room um, that Carol asked, because I think it's an awesome question. Like, how long do you try before giving up? Or probably a better question is, what signals do you watch for to know when it's time to give up or try something different? So, Mm. I mean, I think that's a very awesome question. Would that be something you would want to address? Or do you want me to (laughs) to take a stab at it? Well, let me throw something out. Let's let's double team it. Mm -hmm. So... um, the the first thing that comes to my mind is never give up, never quit, never stop. You know, like that's the that um I don't know, like it's not that I haven't heard those words before, but the way that Dean says it, like, um, I really get it. Right? It's like, look, like you we we tend to think we're in the final chapter or in the final quarter of the game and we're not. We have like 50 years left or 40 years left, to, you know, that the story's not done yet. And so really, um, and I know what she's asking. I, I know it's like, how do you know if that thing, to keep doing that thing or not? But I want to just kind of create a bigger context called, what if you never gave up, never quit, never stopped, right? I had a client yesterday who, um, as a little girl, she would, like when she would have like pain in her belly, like she somehow knew to put her hands on her belly and put light in her belly, right? And then she said it didn't ever help with the pain. But years later, um, and I'm not going to go into the details, but um, she got diagnosed with something and um, turns out that there was this one little part of her body that had 
um, some space for them to kind of change or fix what was going on. And she had this very clear awareness that when she was a little girl, that she was creating that space with the light. And that was like 30 years later, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind we kind of, we have these kind of conclusionary minds that we do something if we don't get this result, the result we think we're supposed to get, then it didn't work, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I would say is, number one, like, Get out of, you know, like, try to cultivate curiosity, like, hmm, well, how does this feel, right? And if, because anything you're doing to try to get a result or that has a should or a conclusion attached to it, you will, it will be really hard to listen. It will be really hard to, to read the situation. So if you didn't have a conclusion to the outcome and you just did something, you would be able to tell whether that was creating expansion or contraction. And that's what I look for. Is is this expansive? Not is this challenging, <laughs> but does this feel expansive? Like in this 21 days, there's things that I did that didn't feel really that expansive. I, I did a dare because that's part of the game, right? And it's like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> but there was other things that I did that just created so much more. And I could feel it because I could feel this energy, this expansion in my body um, that that kind of said, keep going. What would you mm -hmm. add to that, hon? Yeah, I would say, like, given my work history, my career history, right, like I started as an accountant, even when I first started my first job, I knew that it wasn't my thing, like, it wasn't my forever thing. Um, and then, you know, how many years later, I just totally jumped ship from that career and chose to be a personal trainer. And then I chose to be a health coach. And then I chose to be a psychic and an intuitive. And then I chose to be a life coach. So it's like, <clears throat> for me, um, it's always been about, like, what lights me up in that moment? Um, and if I were to um, go back, like, that's a very strange path to go down. Um, but I was following my, I was following the energy. I was following the intensity of 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 what I felt was, going to be awesome for my life at that time um and so and there was lots of stuff along the way that i tried that didn't work you know like i remember doing my first class as a health coach um and i had two people sign up but i was so passionate about what i was teaching and i was so like i was getting um intuitive downloads um about the topics and it was just something that would not like it ha it's almost like it had to come through me regardless of whether there was like this big audience or not it had to come through me so even though i didn't quote make any money off of that it totally led me to other things and so it's i would say again when i was in when i was could step out of results um i would just do for the doing you know what i mean like this is something that wants to come through me this is something i'm passionate about um, and without putting a lot of conclusion on it, knowing that if I were to follow that energy and to follow that um, intensity, that it was going to lead me to other opportunities or it was going to lead me to more money or it was going to lead me to other um, to a following and to my actual thing, right? Like, again, 
I started off, off as an accountant and now here I am, but I can look through that whole process and see all the pieces of information and the experiences that brought me to this place and brought me to this knowing and brought me to this expansive um, wealth of experiences and information that I can now share with my clients. So it was all so perfect and meandering. And so if, again, um, follow the lightness, follow the energy and stay out of conclusion. And of course, we can talk more about that. We're going to go on break now. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back for more body and biz conversation. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts on A to Zen FM with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. <laughs> 
honey. Yay! Yes. You know, I was having this uh, question on the break, and I was like, why is it that the two places that could feed us joy and light and pleasure and creativity and freedom, why do we stay as sort of a whole why do most of us say so shut down in those two areas? Mm-hmm. And I had the thought that it's like it's part of that upper limit thing that we've talked about on the show. Like, yeah, let's not open the door that would give us tons of joy, creativity, money flow, and <laughs> and freedom. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Because then what we're going to do with our struggling um you know, with our struggling name tanks, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, life is a struggle, life is hard. Like, what would I talk about with around the water cooler if I was just freaking happy all the time? Like, you know, it's like even sometimes like when I, you know, <laughs> pop out of bed like I did this morning, just silly and goofy and singing songs, like you're like, um, hello, <laughs> what's happening over there? But it's like we we tend to um like we tend to not trust joy. We tend to not trust, um, like, feeling good. And so, yeah, it would make sense that we would put, like a, like, a tap, you know, we would, like, close down those two flows so that we can manage that for ourselves, you mm-hmm. know. And then we make it up, like, oh, well, like, my business, it doesn't work. My business doesn't work, right? Or um, my body doesn't work. And it it has nothing to do with that. It's because we've closed down the communication. You know, Mm -hmm. we're afraid of actually the energy and life force that those two areas could bring us. Mm -hmm. I absolutely, I think that's totally correct. And, you know, it's interesting because I would say um, kind of across the board, most people um, like either have super challenges in their body or or their business or both like it's kind of um like that's kind of very very common complaints and that I think that's what kind of what you're speaking to is that it's a really easy way to feel like a victim you know and to feel like that it's we're it's we're at the effect of it and that we actually can't change it so you know I know that when I feel like um pain in my body I go straight to victim you know, and that's something that I totally learned from my parents. My parents spent years and years with pain almost daily in their bodies. And, you know, to think that that is a choice, you know, is and that it's always a choice is such an interesting thing. Like our bodies um, energetically can have, um, like changing our bodies can take time, you know, and yet we absolutely like give up on it and go into victim so much. And how much more ease could we have in our body, which would then create so much more ease in every other area of our life if we allowed it. So any, all of your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, rejections, and decisions, computations, and conclusions, and judgments that you have of your body and what should be happening and what shouldn't be happening and um, and all of that stuff that's being brought up energetically right now. Could we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And I absolutely do think that it's a choice and it's a, it's a, like a very, very long habit 
of um, the least common denominator is, you know, I like that my body won't perform, that my body's in pain, that um, that I have all these expectations and judgments around my body. It's it's a really bad habit in this reality. Mm-hmm. So I created a little clearing around this for myself because back to this idea of like the avoidance of joy, right? So when we are um, judging our bodies or judging our business, we're actually shutting down the communication. <laughs> That's actually what we're doing with that, right? And we're actually avoiding um, an uprising energy. We're avoiding creation energy because, I mean, like years and years and years ago with my work with uh, uh, Kathleen and Gay Hendricks, we talked about the fear of uprising energy and how that's actually what people call crazy in this reality is the fear of uprising energy. How many like creative, intuitive people um, got put in insane asylums, right? Because it's like, oh, we don't get that. You know, you're not you're not containable, right? And so, you know, genetically speaking, we. T- we have a ton of fear about uprising energy and allowing that life force, that creative life force to move through us. So this is one that I've been playing with. What creation have you been refusing with the constant judgment and conclusion of your body? Have you been choosing everything that brings up and lets down? Can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And, um, uh, if you're listening for the first time and you wonder what the crap we're talking about with our pods and pox, go to theclearingstatement.com. This is a statement that actually clears energy, clears patterns um, where they began. And um, it's, a, it's crazy as crap, but it really works, guys. So, and, and even if you don't understand it as we're doing it, just kind of feel the, what happens in your body. See if it feels lighter to just say yes and see what happens with the energy. So I want to do this on business too. What creation have you been refusing with your business? With the constant judgment and conclusions have you been choosing? Everything that is, everything that brings up, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So I have a question, like since this, since this show is about breathing new life into your body and business, for those people out there who may be listening that feel kind of like worn down by all of this, you know, like worn down by what their, their efforts in changing their body or war, like kind of just disappointed or frustrated in, um, you know, in what they've been able to create in their business so far, what how would would what would you say to them? How would you speak to them? Hmm. Well, what I would say is like the energy that 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 brought up for me when you were talking, honey, is like the word failure just kept popping up in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's like to me, if you're feeling like that then you put like a, you've made a lot of conclusions right i failed it didn't work see my my dad had a failed business and nobody in our family is going to have a success i mean we do we have all this stuff right so the very first step is clearing is going okay like if if i wasn't making any of this significant so if you're in a kind of a pile of poo like there's a couple of places that you can go one is to like 
take the significance off of it. Because anything that you're making significant um, is something you're going to stick in. Even like making positive things significant, right? So like I used to make being happy super, super significant. And when I wasn't, I'd be so mad because I should be happy all the time. So this mm-hmm. is where that sort of making things significant, either for making them significant that they're good or significant that they're bad, keeps us on kind of a roller coaster. So like when you when you when there's some energy like that that feels kind of stuck and heavy, the first place that I go these days is everywhere I'm making this significant. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because I mean this is really true, like yeah, you know, we've we've had this happen before where you and I are just like in a conflict, right? And what we're talking about is so significant. And we're holding on for dear life, right? And this is I need you to get this. I need you to listen to this. And like, you know, an hour later we're like, Wow, what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> like you know that was it was the end of the world in the moment and and you have to understand that when you obsess about that moment and it's like it's just so significant and you can feel the grip of that right how like that really um you can't really see clearly when you're doing that and and two ways that I do that one is like everywhere I'm making a significant I uncreate destroy it the other thing that I do is I play with it or I exaggerate it like, I go big into victim. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is the end of the world, you know? And so I just kind of play with it until it actually there's a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the key, guys, because almost anything that we are trying to change in our life, body, business, relationship, whatever, what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring more space to something that feels really dense, right? So pain in the body is a density. And the good news is, is that when space meets density, the density dissipates. The way that I used to think about this was that when you turn a light on in a dark room, what happens? Boom, instantly, right? It's like, oh my gosh, it completely dissipates the dark. And so anything that we can do to create space actually begins to create clarity. Another great space creator is breath. Like breathing really deep breaths, moving our bodies. Um, there was this process we used to do uh, when I worked at the Hendrix called uh, creative joint play. And they would literally have couples try to have their argument while they're moving their joints in different ways. And you cannot sustain the argument. Why? Because <laughs> when, you're moving, when you're moving your body differently, um, it actually forces you to go to different parts of your brain. And when you're stuck on something, it's because you're stuck in a particular part of your brain, which is the survival part, which is actually the very smallest part, right? And so when something feels that dense, the f- you want to get to space. How And, and there's a hundred different ways to get to space. Go for a run. <laughs> that includes moving and breathing, right? Getting curious, going, okay, everywhere I'm making this significant, Um and what's right about this, right? Because ultimately, when you're looking at the pile of poo called your body or business or whatever is that pile of poo today, right? It's like you're essentially calling it wrong. And mm-hmm. so just that little turn, right? What's right about this? I'm not getting. Or my favorite new one uh, is how can I use this to my advantage? How can mm-hmm. I use this to my advantage? And all, you know what? Every Pretty much every pile of poo... I've landed in has been like I've been able to use that to my advantage. 
I've been able to take that experience. Like, you know, I partied like a rock star for 10 years and like lived on the edge and like my family thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. But you know what? I took that and I put it into my coaching and I um, supported um, different clients that were going through something similar to choose something different. I know there's several people whose lives um, didn't end because I was able to show up with with that experience of knowing where they were at and they trusted mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so it's like there's nothing that could happen or has ever happened that could not be used to your advantage. Like it's kind of like what Lincoln said, right? It, they, he, I think he ran for different elections 36 times before he won the presidency, right? And, he, and they said, well, how, what have you done with all that failure? And he goes, I just learned 36 ways not to get elected, right? And so he, <laughs> used, he used that energy to create, and that's the thing. We want to stop creating because it didn't match our pictures, we just have to bring, ask a few more questions and bring a little bit more space to it so that we can see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was very nicely done, babe. Really? Oh, on that answer. I, I thought that was very well spoken. <laughs> I thought I was going on a little bit, so I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the feedback, love. <laughs> Sometimes I I'm think just, you're over there going, she's going on again. No, no, I'm just listening in. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Wherever you can create space. Because even saying it, right, there's so much um, density in in w- what I was saying originally and so much heaviness. And you can totally tell that there's a lie attached when there's that much density and heaviness, you know. So I, I love those tools, you know. How can I use this to my advantage um, what could I do right now um, to be more space, to choose more space? Um, what conclusion or judgment could I let go of um, to create more awareness in my life right now? You know, like asking those questions in that moment. It's not that we're not going to have doubt or that we're not going to get frustrated or that it's not going to feel like, hey, something's not happening you know, our our minds are organized, our brains are organized around, you know, solving a problem over and over and over again and creating problems to solve them. So it's not as if our head won't go there. It's just what do you do then? Do you Do you call it real? Do you think that it's the truth? Do you actually believe the stuff that's happening that's going on in your head? Or do you ask for something different? Do you let it go? Do you realize that it's actually really insignificant, those thoughts that go through your head? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, I mean, there's so many stories out there of people who, you know, tried it a billion different ways before it popped, like the light bulb, almost anything awesome that's here on the planet. It's like there pretty much 100 to 1,000 failures that preceded it. Right. And or quote unquote failures. And again, is it failure or is it a a different information awareness that actually feeds the next cycle of the experiment? And if that's the other thing, guys, and that's why I like to do games and challenges, because it's like I think we've pretty much made life altogether too freaking serious, man. It's like it's really a game. 
and and guess who made the rules? We did, right? And if we could just really see, I that think someone else was... made the rules, sweetie. <laughs> no, we just bought it. We just I bought those dumb rules. Else said this is how it is there's polarity there's right and wrong you have this stupid thing called a mind like I think <laughs> like I <laughs> and it's going to really cause you problems your whole life and oh hey by the way you have this amazing expansive being that's going to get stuffed into this really dense body but that'll be fun because then you can feel all your feelings and you can feel all the density of your body and then you can see what, you know, like it, it I I feel like we just adopted a whole shit ton of rules. And it, we really <laughs> did, honey. And and it seems like you have some feelings about that. I have some feelings about it. I'm just like what the hell? Why did I come here? My god, I am sick of this bullshit. Like mm-hmm. I just, like, and I guess that, you know, I know we got to go on break, and so I'll get off my soapbox. But I think my intensity is, like, uh, it's time to change somebody else's, you know, system. Like, I can change that. I do have the choice to change it, and it's time. So maybe we can talk about that after we get off or get Oh, back. I just can't the clearing for that. I'm so excited. So please come back after the break. We're going to rock your world. <laughs> See you in a minute. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. 
Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Do, 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 do. You haven't sung on this program yet this morning, I darling. Know. I mean, How you sang am this I morning. I know. You sang this morning earlier. The first thing you did, I think, was wake <laughs> up and sing. It was so cute, mm-hmm. you guys. She was like, and we have this um, office chair that's big and round. We call it the round chair, and it's like very fuzzy, and we snuggle in it most mornings with our coffee. And she like stood up on the on the chair, and she was singing. <laughs> you know what I was singing? Thank you. What were you singing? Tell the people. No, sing to them. Sing it because I'd never heard okay. it before. <laughs> it's a common song, son. I just sang it in a in a four year old voice, and yeah, I changed the words. The, yeah, sing it in the four year old voice. It's so cute. Okay. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. We're all in our places with bright shiny faces. This is a day. This is the way we start a new day. So there. <laughs> You're so oh. adorable. See, everybody. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Otherwise, you'd probably lock me up like my ancestors were. I <laughs> know. Uh, I know it's true. Right? Everybody mm-hmm. just listen to the show just for that. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> so anyways, you had a clearing that came through I did, before love. the break. So take it away, darling. Take it away. Okay, so... Whose rules are you using to create the crap reality you are choosing? Mm-hmm. Everything that is times a godzillion. Could we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And whose rules are you using to create the crap and messed up body you are choosing? Mm-hmm. Everything that is times a godzillion. Can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And whose rules are you using to create the messed up business you are choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion. Can we uncreate destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Oh, that's good. So, that's really good. Right? Mm-hmm. It is. Because it's like, the, the thing about it is, is that the, the when when things aren't going well, pretty much guaranteed that that's not your rule that that's not your truth because if you're in if you're living by quote unquote your rules whatever that is right um there will be a lightness in your world and when there's heaviness it's because you've bought into some kind of a lie whether it was your mommy's lie or daddy's lie or this reality's lie or whatever but it's a lie for you Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, I can't tell you like how many people I know that were like vegetarians because that was the right thing to do. Right. And it wasn't right for their bodies. And it Mm -hmm. took their them almost like crashing and dying to realize that they needed to have meat in their bodies. 
and sometimes it's the opposite way, right? It's like every body is different, but when you do something, when you eat something, when you create something from a place that is essentially a lie, it will create density. It will create mm-hmm. heaviness in your world. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just know that when you're in some kind of heaviness or density, like that's a great thing. Like whose rules am I playing by right now? <laughs> okay, pot and pock that. Like what do I choose, right? Um, there's a, a, a process that Dane here does where he takes you through the who, what, why, when, where, how, right? It's like, who am I being right now? What am I being right now? When am I being right now? You know, where am I being right now? How am I being right now? And for, the, the short version of that, guys, is who, right? That's the, that's, for me, that's the, the, there's a lot of juice in that question. Like, when I feel small, when I feel like I'm failing, when I feel like I can't do it, it's almost always a child self. Right. And it's like mm-hmm. that child is. So it's like if I'm if, if I'm driving down the road as an eight year old, that's going to be pretty stressful for me because it's like there's just so much intensity there. And I, I'm not I'm really not equipped to handle it. So when we have these other parts of us get triggered. Right. It could be our five year old self. It could be like some version of a parent when those parts get triggered and they start driving the car. I mean, it's pretty dangerous. In rush hour traffic, right? So one of the first things that I like to do is either who am I being or or this new thing that's come through, which I'm excited to play with, which is whose rules am I playing by here? Mm-hmm. And when you realize it's not you, then you actually get a choice, right? It's like, oh, well, what rule would I like to play by here? <laughs> you mean we have a choice? We do love and it's all oh a game. Oh, my goodness, Megan. It we really have a is. <laughs> it's a grand experiment and a game, and you do have a choice. Uh-huh. I totally So, for instance, totally. like, you know, work is hard, mm-hmm. right? Like, business is hard. Guess what? That's someone else's rule that you bought into. Do you want mm-hmm. that to be your rule? For me, I have this rule called, if it ain't fun, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, I just won't there's less like a part of me that just will not hustle will not push it will it it really and and by fun I don't just necessarily mean law I mean there's sometimes that like I challenge myself and it's like but that's fun too right to kind of push that edge and challenge yourself it's not just about like oh if it's not comfortable for me but it's like I really am like I really believe that the essence of me is play (laughs) and so when I'm playing I'm in that expanded space. That's where I have the most space is when I'm in play. And what is that for you? What is that way, that place where it's like that's where you're the most expanded? For some people, it's more like a a quiet joy, right? It's not the same for everyone. But for me, play is that thing that really lightens up the density in every area of my life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's definitely true for you. I would say that you play is very much your yardstick with anything, you know, and when you get serious about your body or when you get serious about your business, it really doesn't work, you know, at all. Um, I don't think that play necessarily is my thing. For me, it's mm-hmm. more of like, um, for me, it's more of a passion, you know, like mm-hmm. if I don't, if I don't have like a an intensity or a passion or a push energy in something, then I know that I'm not um, following the right path, you know. So I think for all of you out there, what is that? You know, what is the energy that you can identify 
um, that's so essence you that has to be a part of everything that you do, you know, and everything that you are and everything that you be. So if you're doing an adventure and it just feels hollow or it feels empty or it feels like you can't actually show up with all of you, um, then that's a good indication, kind of back to Carol's question, that's a good indication that it's probably not the right direction for you necessarily. So um, so I think that's a that could be a really great awareness for people. Like I see people all the time with their bodies working out in ways that they hate. What the hell? Why are you doing that? You know, if you hate running, why are you running? Why are you forcing yourself to run? If you hate going mm-hmm. to the gym, why are you forcing yourself to go to the gym? Because you just love hard. You just love misery. You just love pushing your body in a way that it doesn't want. Like find something that feels fun. Find some exercise that feels fun and do that and line up more with who your essence is and what your essence energy is. Yeah. That was a little, that was a mini soapbox. That was like a perfect mini soapbox. Like for me, I love weight training. I love it because I can feel so effing intense when I weight train. It's awesome. I feel like so powerful and strong. I feel like this (laughs) Like, I feel like a guy. I feel like I can just go in there and be like, right? So it's like for my body and me and the intensity that I am, weight training works for me. I could never do yoga, people. I hate yoga. It's so soft and peaceful and pleasant. I hate it. So it's like it's just not my essence, just not what I love. I've tried it. Um, I certainly have tried it, but it's not my thing. Totally not my thing. So find so what your essence like, is. Our our show was, what if your body and business had your back? And we haven't really talked about that, right? But here's the essence of that, guys. When you follow lightness, you will see that your body and your business has your back. There's a reason you don't like yoga. It's not going to give your body what it requires, what it needs. There's a reason you don't like to go to the gym you know, those of you who don't, because your body requires something different and you would let it be of service to you, it really could add so much to your life and living. And that's true with our businesses too. Our business is telling us what direction it wants to go and what direction it doesn't want to go in. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes, darling. it really is about the lightness. It is. And whatever your version of lightness is. Yep. <laughs> so true join that. us next week. We have um, more body and business next week, and we're finishing off the month strong. So if this is resonating with you, come back for more next week. Love you guys. Bye Thanks. for now. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.